Hello, you're listening to your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. And before we start our episode, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the fans who've been supporting us to this time. And if you're a new fan or just now listening, uh, make sure you subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and at Twitter, N underscore A underscore S underscore Podcast. Now enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. I'm here with my co-host, Kevin. What's up? This is Kevin. Yes, and Jordan's out of town today, or at work. So, we had um, Will and Sean step in. Yes, sir. Yes, What's nice. up? Yes, sir. And as always here, you know, we kick it off with something positive. Um, my something positive this week is the Braves are 2-1 and one in the games that I've attended this year. Um, they played the Padres, I think that was Tuesday. Yeah. Um, shout out to Freddie. He uh, hit the game winner home run. But other than that, what y'all got positive for this week? Uh, my positive for the week, I got a couple. One personal, one sports related. The sports related is the fact that I was completely, absolutely, one thousand percent correct about the Milwaukee Bucks starting the playoffs. I chose them to win the NBA Finals this year, um, solely based off of the team that was put together with Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Giannis. I said they was going to beat the Nets in six. They beat the Nets in seven. Mm-hmm. I said Joe Harris wasn't going to show up and KD was going to be out there by himself and James Harden was going to be a shell of himself before the series. And that happened. Then we get to the finals and I said the youth of the, uh, the, youth of the Phoenix Suns wasn't going to, um, was going to catch up to them eventually. And I didn't think they were ready to be in the finals and they, was fortunate with some things that happened. And when it came down to it, I would take Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday big three over the Phoenix Suns big three, which was Aiden, Phoenix, um, Aiden Booker, and um, CP3. And if you take Aiden out the game, you lose the game, and that's what happened. So I'm glad. That's my positive of the week because I was absolutely correct. And I will also say... Um, Everlasting will be dropping soon, yes, so yeah. it's coming out this week or next week, I believe. So, um, yeah, put a lot of time into that, and a platinum album coming after that. Yes, sir. Um, my positive for the week, um, I didn't lose anybody, any relatives this week. Um, no cap. I, I do have that. a lot of relatives and family members fighting, a lot of serious, serious sicknesses, um, and illnesses. Um, so that's my positive for this week. Yes, sir. You got something positive, sir? <laughs> my positive is I made it through another day. I hear that. Hey, yes, sir. we here. With that, we're going to kick off the weekly recap. And as Kevin alluded to, the finals finally wrapped up. Um, shout out to Giannis. He put up 50 in a closeout game. Yes, sir. I mean, he did his thing. It, it ain't too much you can say. He deserved an MVP. He... He played his his team. His best ability was his ability. You know what I'm saying? Availability. So he and his team ended up being the healthiest. They did what they did. So shout out to them. Um, Chris Middleton was a good uh, Robin because for some reason they kept trying to say Giannis is a number two. No, bro. He proved this that 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 last series proved that Giannis is a true number one. So he still can't shoot, but it is what it is. They built the team around them. That's what you're supposed to do. If, you're, if your superstar has a flaw, um, 
you have teammates. That's what you have teammates for. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. How y'all feel about the finals? I do think um, that CP3 disappeared. I, for some reason, when I picked Phoenix, I forgot that CP3 is good for a uh, series that he gonna sell. But I forgot about all this. He does. Yeah. This is what he does. Like I'm more frustrated at myself that I forgot that. But I did. I do think um, uh, that he'll have him back. If he does come back to Phoenix, they'll be back. So can I have the Kevin? You were right. Uh, Kevin, you were right. You got it. Okay. You got it. I'm you mad. You, you, know, you know, when I every time <laughs> when I was right about the Brooklyn Nets losing, I wasn't here to you know tell Jordan. <laughs> now I'm right about the Bucks winning the finals, and Jordan's not here for me to get mine. You was right. So my take on it is the fact that I told y'all before the series is that Chris Paul wasn't gonna get you one of those forty plus closeout games he did against the Clippers because that was lightning in the bottle. I told you he smelt the NBA Finals and he just took that opportunity and got there. I told you he was going to play well. I don't think he disappeared. I just believe he played to Chris Paul's standards. And that's it's only so much you could do at age 36 being his size and playing point guard. But he performed well and he was the best player on the court um, game six. He, it wasn't his fault they lost that game. So Chris Paul did exactly what I thought he was going to do. Devin Booker had a couple of 40-point pieces game, game games, and they they lost those games. That's because they took Aiton out, out the series. You make Aiton a non-factor, Phoenix Suns are definitely a liability because they lack size, and then you put too much on Chris Paul and Devin Booker to do. And Devin Booker is a, a scorer, but he's not somebody who's going to lock you down on defense, and he's not someone who's going to pass the rock so pass the rock like eight times to get eight, nine, ten assists to the point where he's a playmaker. He's just a scorer. So he can get 40 points, but he's not doing much. And Chris Paul is giving you what he's giving you. That's why I said I would take Drew and I would take Chris Middleton and Giannis over them because they play defense on and they're an offensive um, power. So it just fell exactly how I thought it was. Shout out to Giannis for proving people that he actually can ball and that you can win and that you can be looked at as a great player without having to shoot um the series was cool I um <laughs> I enjoyed it um seeing Giannis actually genuinely I think that's probably one of the in the recent years the most genuine celebration um display of joy and excitement from receiving a championship we've seen in the past few years. Um, I think the last time I've ever seen somebody enjoy winning a championship was Kevin Garnett. Um, and it was just, it was beautiful uh, for for me, like, enjoying basketball and seeing somebody actually feel like winning that shit was the best thing to ever happen to them. Um, I feel like the Suns, they, they played a hell of a series. Um, Chris Paul tried to be the leader that he he want wanted to be and everybody saw him to be through the media but um it just shows that just because you're the oldest on the team doesn't mean you are a leader um there was a lot of moments where he slipped up and led his team astray with his attitude um and he lost focus and he's human everybody does it but you're in the finals and you only get one final and that might be proven in the next few years if he doesn't get back there um Devin Booker has a lot of years ahead of him a lot of great basketball we see him drop 70, 80 or something, 70 at 21 years old. Um, 
that team will be back. Jay Crowder, I'm sure Phoenix will never let him slip away. Cam Johnson looked great. Um, campaign looked great. They'll be back. They were also missing, I think, Sarge. Mm-hmm. So, you got hurt in that game, too. So it's like, yeah, they'll definitely be back. Um, shout out to Chris Middleton, too, on top of that. Andrew Holiday for playing defense. Okay. Here's Jordan. We need yeah, Mr. <laughs> Nobody plays defense. <laughs> Mr. I haven't seen what y'all see talking about with Drew Holiday. Shout know. out, Jordan. They brought him here and I heard all the hype. I just haven't seen it. I just haven't seen it. <laughs> man, the Ravens, they're, they're from Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> I love Jordan, man. What is a funny guy. I ain't going to lie. I'm disappointed in the Suns because I expected. When you go up 2-0, mm. I feel like you have it in your hands and they yeah. let it slip through. Even though, no matter what happens, I feel like if you're good enough to win two, you're good enough to win four. You're already halfway there. Why would you let that slip up through a team like uh, like the Bucks? Uh, I mean, the Bucks are a good team, but, like, you kind of have them figured out. I feel like in the first two games, of course, you have home court advantage. You should know what to do from there. I think the one thing that, like, makes me really angry with them is that they don't – I don't think they'll have another chance at a ring, to be honest, because once the Lakers get healthy – you got to go through the Lakers again. We seen the Lakers basically almost take that that first uh, first round uh, first round against them till AD got hurt. Mm-hmm. And if the Lakers stay healthy, you're not beating them. They barely beat they barely beat the Clippers without Kawhi. So you got to pray that Kawhi doesn't come back to the Clippers and go through them again. The Jazz, I think, are going to improve by uh, by next year if they can get you know more firepower. Sign Mike Conley back and add one more piece. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that's going to work out for them, but. I'm really just disappointed in them. On the other side, you know, the Bucks are, they did what they had to do. They fought back. They didn't lose, like, any type of faith, which is hard to do when you're down 2-0. Uh, you know, they just did what, what had to be done. I just think that the biggest thing was Aiden couldn't keep up with Giannis. Um, Aiden had gotten in foul trouble, I believe. It was game three. Then the next game, he had, like, a – like a 20-10 game, but it was very quiet. Numbers could be misleading. Yeah. He really just, you know, he lived around the... Yeah, yeah had, a, had a... Had a got in, tr- in foul trouble too one game. Mm-hmm. Um, Deontay Aiden, I think in the last game, was held to like 11, 12 points in game six. So, like I said, coming into the series, he was the biggest thing. If you isolate him and get him out the game, you have the better chance of winning because they would lack size. And it was unfortunate but it helped the cause that Sargent got hurt. You know what I'm saying? During the series. So that definitely made them thin up there. Man, so that, that's it, it was it's unfortunate. I don't blame Chris Paul for the loss. I just felt like the better team won. Um, Giannis got going. And when Giannis got going, there was absolutely no answer for him. Because he was the best person on the court regardless. He had his LeBron top moment. And um, I got to give him props more than saying the Suns gave it away. Uh, the Suns would be good next year, to, even if Chris Paul leave. Um, but I do think if he stays or goes, that championship window is probably still there. It's still there, but I say it's very. It gets very dim because the Nuggets would be back, Lakers, Clippers, Jazz, um, Warriors, Spurs. There's a lot of teams that's going to be in the mix, and I just don't think they will have enough to get back to where they was at. They caught lightning in the bottle this year. And Chris Paul, go to the Lakers. Here's it. Win the championship. Sheesh. Oh, imagine Chris Paul go to the Lakers and then Dane come to Phoenix. 
I, I take that working out. I would much rather it be. I don't see that working out. Only because you don't see it working out. They lack playmaker. They lack play. They lack playmakers if Dan go to Phoenix. Aaron Booker, I mean Devin Booker is not a playmaker. They, I feel like if it worked out, it would be something like, well, no, LeBron's a passive guy. I was about to say like, you know how LeBron and Kyrie in the finals, they were just like, you drop forty one, I drop forty one. I mean, I feel like, like that. And none of them play defense. I, they got Jay Crowder. Yeah, okay. Sarge, Cam Johnson. Um, Jay Crowder, you got Cook. Yeah. Last couple of games. But that backcourt gonna be the same shit as Portland. See, I'm the same thing as Portland. It's gonna be CJ. <laughs> CJ and Dane. I don't know, man. Yeah. But you but you gotta realize Devin Booker was guarding somebody that was really a sh- a killer for real. Like Chris Middleton is not no joke and he's six seven, six he'll, eight. He'll joke every saying? other like, day. But when mm-hmm. he wants to <laughs> he'll make himself self check. No. But when he on and he getting that twelve foot turnaround over people or he hitting that three, bro, he's not you know what I'm saying? He's a real killer. If y'all talking about like a playoff run, then yeah, they probably that playoff run might be a little tough. But I feel like if they in a regular season schedule, they might they might be all right. They regular, might get like yeah, fifth, I'm, fourth, I'm, fifth place. Yeah, that but that's not good enough. That's okay, especially when you're coming off the finals. The Heat just came off just the finals, and of, we was upset that we was a fifth place seed and we lost in the first round. It's unacceptable. But the East didn't really change that much. Exactly, which makes it but worse. I'm the West but the, is fin- about to change, the I mean, the West was always the tougher the conference anyway, so it's not going to be nothing new to see the teams. Be better in the West, but in the West, everybody just trying to make the playoffs. Yeah, everybody just trying to make the playoffs, but That's at the why same Lakers time, was fine with how they got in. See, I don't mm-hmm. want to say it because then you say you like you diminishing them, but let's be real, they got they benefited off of injuries as well. So like. These teams that's coming back are the same teams they're gonna play. That which is why I'm saying fifth place is not bad. Yeah, but yeah, a first round exit you gotta, is. You gotta figure out where Kawhi is going. You gotta figure out where you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, but let's say that all Simmons still Kuzma. Like it's important pieces in the West that might stay in the West. That yeah, but I don't think they're going. But that's but that's gonna help. That's not gonna help Phoenix. That's actually going against Phoenix from going back to the finals. So I think replace Chris Paul. Though? How would they re- replace Chris Paul? I think you just have to take that L. You can't get Damian Lillard if Chris Paul leaves because you don't have nothing to trade. You have to trade eight and a Booker. You can't get. You ain't gonna bring in nobody then because it's unexpected that Chris Paul left. So So basically, if Chris Paul leave, they will have a waste season this year. Basically, I'm not saying Mr. Miss Mr. Playoffs. They still be a fifth, sixth place seed with Devin Booker and eight, especially how they perform in this playoff. Do you think campaign can, And Cameron Johnson will also get more shots. Yeah. Can you can you Cameron not Payne? put campaign... No. Would you not get... Would you not get that same... No. I ain't gonna say the no. same amount. They tried it with Tyler Eulis. I see campaign as... No cap. They tried it with Tyler Eulis. I see campaign as like... He's a great basketball He's a solid. He's a solid big player, but... he has 15 minutes to do something spectacular... He's gonna do something. If 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 worst case scenario, worst case scenario, Chris Paul leaves and you end up with Aiden and Booker. That's still a playoff team because you have those two All Stars, and that means that then you go out trade trade for a Kimba at that point. If you want to get a point, if you're trying to get an All Star point guard, there's none out there right now. So you either going got to trade for a Kimba. Because you, because he's not gonna play for OKC, right? Or you, or you can I go. Think he is shot there. Are you gonna get a Kyle Lowry? You have replace to that hole. I think Kyle Lowry is the number or option. you go try to go get Mike Conley. You got to go get a veteran. It's it's people out there to get it, Chris. Or you go get a Dennis Schroeder. But do you, you want to go get another old point guard to match with these young players that you got? 
this I feel like Dennis Schroeder. The only options they have because I feel like Dennis Schroeder wouldn't be a, a good fit. You need someone. I feel like if you get Dennis Schroeder, you need to go get another person too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you already have that slasher as player in campaign. But you got so Cameron you Johnson. Be, when Devin Booker is getting double, you need someone that's going to be outside for that. But how much? You how many minutes will campaign have next year? Because of this year's playoff was a, they were injury stricken or stricken. Um, is how many minutes do you think he's going to get next year off of this playoff performance? His his minutes increase. His contract. I mean, he, you have to pay him now because but then he, he was on you know spotlight. But it's not like he like Cameron Payne solidified his spot on the team next year. He he scored like ten points and had like five assists in the last game in Game Six. Yeah. He wasn't he wasn't a no show in the finals or in the playoffs this year. He earned his spot. He's going to be straight. I think at this point you just got to go try to find a veteran and also get Cameron Johnson more burn. Let him the blossom into an elite um, small forward three-way player because um, I think he's the next next up for them. He had a little bit of burn in the finals. I feel like if he was able to get more time and more shots up, he could have made a difference for them. He was already coming in and getting buckets with the shots he got in the time he had, and he plays defense. So I think you have a solid young core to work off with. The, you have, the sky's the limit for the Phoenix Suns. If Chris Paul leave, I don't think it's over with you know, in the next two, three years. But right now, I don't think next year is going to be their year. They're going to make the playoffs, but I think they're going to lose in the first, second round. It's Golden State and Laker time, baby. <laughs> I feel like if they, lose, if they lose Chris Paul, they're in the same they're in the same talks as Denver. Yeah. Their they're playoff Denver team. But I'm saying without Jamal Murray this year, like you know how they you knew that they were a good team, but you you're not putting them in the finals. Nah, the they're not in the same. The yeah. only reason I say that is because Jokic and Aiden are the same monster. Um, like Jokic was putting up forty, ten and sixteen. I mean, like team wise, they don't really have any gaps mm-hmm. in the Nuggets or the Suns. They won't. They don't have any major holes. But do you do you pick them to win the finals? You know what I'm saying? Nope. Even on their complete teams, like the Nuggets, you you see the team. I still, but I get what you're saying, but for some reason, I just still like uh, the fact that Jokic is a person that takes shots from within what ten feet of the rim. I mean, the Nuggets are a team that and he he's just a different dog. He's been a different dog, and one's getting fouled. He's getting trips to the line. He's making his free throws. We've seen DeAndre Ayton in the finals be standing over the rim. And literally miss the rim, so it's like <laughs> they're not the same animal. Like that team that, like, like Jokic literally carried Denver. Yeah. Like literally carried Denver. Aiton could not do that if no. Devin Booker's not on the floor. Yeah. I could put that on everything I love. So it's just like, it was just it's just a different dog. Like they need Booker and Aiton to work as a unit. I feel like Jokic could have went out there and he did go out there and did you know do it by himself. Um. So I feel like. I feel like they actually need they actually need a system like they actually need some type of offense some type of play some type of because just just Aiton going out there and hoping that he makes his re, gets his rebounds and his putbacks and Devin Booker shooting they don't have nobody passing the ball nobody's there's literally not who's feeding Aiton because Devin Booker won his shot. I go get a Teague dead for real you know Teague Austin Rivers I don't think people like that Dennis. Dennis Schroeder, like, if they stay in that area, that's cool. If they can shop for clues. Um, like, I don't care what nobody says. That boy trapped. I don't would. care what nobody No, I'm saying, I don't care what nobody say. You've been in situations, everybody's been in situations where if mentally you don't yeah. want to be there, you're yeah. not going to perform well. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it's come out that 
as soon as Dennis Schroeder got there, he said, I'm the point guard. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, and they said, you know, Kyle Kuzma or somebody took offense to it, and they've been beefing ever since. Right. So, again, like, everybody knows when, when you don't want to be somewhere, you don't want to do this job, I don't want to be. You're not going to perform to your highest ability. I feel like if he goes somewhere that he wants to be, you know, or he's invited with open arms. LeBron, even the best player on the team, the, the, the GM, LeBron James, said, I don't like, I don't want him here. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, when, when you probably look up to somebody as a child, and now you're on the same team as him, right. and they sign you, it's like, I'm not finna play and make Me you too. look good. You know, even though he probably hurt himself in the trade for, right. you know, off season, but I still feel like somebody's gonna give him a chance. He's a baller, mm. he's six, seven, six, eight. We've seen him handle the rock, we've seen him shoot, we've seen him play the four, we've seen him play the three, he can do it. Um I feel like yeah, I feel like he'd be a great piece. Phoenix could pick him up. Yeah, he's not good. I'm all with it. Like, you don't want to <laughs> be there because people but, are talking about you in the locker room. I'm not going to go out there. Like, mm, mentally, right. you already off. If, right. Fans talking about you, you already off, but you also saying, I don't like this person that I'm yeah. playing with. Right. I feel like Kuzma, if he goes he's young, there, bro. You know how the media play. Come on, bro. That's young. <laughs> That's LA. 22, 23, 24, 25. You're a dog, and you was like, you've been even dog for literally nothing because when he was hot. Man, Putin was the best thing in LA. Right. Especially with Lonzo and all them like that, It's a reason they kept him instead of um BI right. and all these people. Josh That's Hart. What you're saying? Yeah, you know. I see it, but he can't be the the role he plays can't be the same in LA where he's more of a when you with LeBron, ninety five ninety nine percent of the players around him can become a three and D player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like if he goes to Phoenix, they gonna give him that role. He needs to be more free. If, yeah. if he, he can really go wherever he wants to, bro. Yeah. If he if like that's what I think he understands that. He really understand that. This like, may be weird, but I see him in a Raptors jersey. I see him. I feel like Toronto would give him more free free will. Hey man, he go to any team, and he look like Kyle Kuzma. We've been seeing for the past few years. Yeah, but that's been like the last yeah, one year, like year. Nah, yeah. nah, he's been pretty mid. That year before LeBron got there, he was alright. It was when they traded Brandon Ingram. Them, they definitely had him as the person to be traded as well. He just he just survived. <laughs> Don't act like he was just untouchable. Hey, he was in that mix too. He just survived because they felt like which because Brandon Ingram played hey, the same position when he was as there, LeBron. They had no leadership. Then they got LeBron, which is almost the same thing. If LeBron doesn't like you, um, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. Like, just give him an actual leader for once. Because when he got drafted, they they was all 19 and a half years old. Talking about, I guess we can do it. You know what I'm saying? Like they they just came in there together. Like we got it. Him, Bi, Alonzo. D'Angelo, whoever was all there, like, we got this. So now it's, I got to go figure out how to actually play and experience the real NBA with uh, with veteran leadership, with this and this and this. Because when he got there, he really didn't get the best experience or just, you know what I'm saying, dosage of what being in the NBA with actual veteran leadership and all of that would be like. That's what I feel. He went to L.A. They were all kids. Then you got LeBron. LeBron don't like you. He's not going to mentor you. You know what I'm saying? So now he can go somewhere and get a mentor. Maybe like I don't know. Any, it's a lot of people, bro. You gonna y'all gonna see, bro? Watch. Well, that that concludes our weekly recap. But finna take a break. When we come back, we are gonna talk juniors to BS. We got uh, Texas and Oklahoma. Giannis, we still got some more Giannis talk, and of course, we gotta talk about the NFL's new memo. Hello, this is Jordan. You're listening to Not Another Sports Podcast. If you want to continue the conversation, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast. 
and on Twitter at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Thank you for your support and back to our show. Welcome back. Next up, like I said before the break, we were we gonna do genius or BS. Um, the first topic is Giannis said his ring is harder to get because he didn't go to a super team. Um, that would be great if this year wasn't. That would that would be great if this year wasn't the um, the year everybody got hurt. I get what you're saying, yes, but you also played Kevin Durant by himself, so it wasn't really a super team. I'm, I understand the sentiment. I wish you were. I understand, but I think that's some BS. How y'all feel about it? Um, I think it's genius. Um, it's not about the teams he beat. It's about winning the championship with the team he has. And the team he has is not a super team. He's a super player. Chris Middleton is an all-star. Drew, Mil- Drew Holiday is an all-star. Brooke Lopez, I believe, was an all-star way back in the day. Yeah, I mean, um, even before Drew and, Holiday was just a great piece. Yeah. Nobody sure expected Drew Holiday to come there and be what he was. I did. I'll give you that. <laughs> I did. He did. Yep. And Jordan. Um, but I think I think it do mean more when you can gather your troops together and go out there and survive the NBA regular season, survive through the, through the playoffs, and win sixteen games to become a champion with uh, a team that's great but not super. And when I say that, meaning have that one dude, that super player, and then have a couple of all-stars around them, you know. And anybody who give me that that BS tape that you can do it with yourself or this person did it with this without this person, whoop the whoop, you don't know sports, you don't know team play, you don't know anything. You're just talking out your ass. Um, because I'm like... Everybody ha- needs to have an all-star or two to win an NBA Finals. Everybody in the NFL, you need to have a couple of Pro Bowl talents on the offensive and defensive end to win the Super Bowl. It takes talent. In the MLB, you need a couple of all-stars and a couple of ace pitchers to win the World Series. It just don't come together by one man. Yep. So, it do it do mean more that for the... To see Giannis build this team up and to see him develop and to always be a fan of his work ethic and and to see how he dominates the game without being able to score, that's impressive to me. I like seeing that type of basketball. Maybe that's why LeBron's my favorite basketball player because I feel like it's different ways to be dominant in the game. And if you can't do the traditional thing that people fall in love with um, and you're still great, that means a lot. So for Giannis saying this and Jordan... Um, told me that he said it a few times, mm-hmm. kind of like rubbing it into people's faces. I didn't know that. I only thought he said it after the post- press conference. But still, I don't think it's wrong. I think he should celebrate it. I think he should gloat because people doubted him. People said he was trash. People said he had no skill. People said he couldn't do it, and he did it. So, genius. <clears throat> um, I see it as genius only because... Giannis is not going anywhere. And any great businessman or leader or captain knows that if you want somebody to live or ride or die for you, you got to show them and you got to feed your dogs. And to feed them that type of uh, public attention and leadership and acknowledgement was exactly what they needed to hear 
whenever they did go back and watch the clip of what he said, what my leader said in the pros conference. Did he take all of the glory to himself? Did he, you know, um, and what he said in numerous different um, outlets was amazing. Um, because we've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of players have problems with what their leaders say in the post game. Um, either they don't give them enough acknowledgement or they're bashing them. And I think he did something great for if he wants these boys to return and give them the same effort that they gave him this whole playoff run. So I feel like that is extremely genius on Giannis' behalf. I think it was genius because basically every ring that we have, no matter what, who wins it, it's going to have an asterisk. Correct. And yeah, that was my so, whole point. Like I said that in the chat. Yeah, like everything, every every ring you can go and be like, oh, this injury happened or, well, you know, something happened. So Except probably 2006. Which one was it? When the Miami? Heat won. The Heat, yeah. Like those those two teams were probably the best teams. In yeah. Okay. That time, so. I give you that. Like, and they played the one. Baby Thunder. Yeah. That would have been the asterisk game. That would be yeah, asterisk. Then people talk about the bubble. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. They talk about Steph. You know, it's a super team. Yeah. It's it's always going to be an asterisk behind everyone. So, I think he, he should enjoy the moment. Right. I mean, in 10 years, no one's going to say anything anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we don't we don't remember. No one looks at uh, when the Spurs won that lockout year. We don't be like, oh, it was a lockout. Exactly. So, in 10, 10 20 years, when the, when the Lakers win, we ain't going to say, oh, it was a bubble. So, Mm. Just live for now. <laughs> nah, LeBron has LeBron has like career employed haters. True. So like true. true. That's true. Okay. Like, I, but I, it's I, people designated to hate that dude. Right. So I think so. Well yeah, it it might be some people talking about it. But in 10, 20 years, we're just going to remember him for winning the championship. So Yeah, yeah I mean that yeah, championship is going to be on yeah. his legacy, of that, course. It's going to be on his legacy, so just keep saying it cuz what can they do? They'll just remember you for winning it. But it's not like he's saying something that's not a fact. I can't sit here. Everybody keep talking about all these super teams and, you know, whoop the whoop. It's different levels to super teams. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, one super team might be stronger than the next. You'd be, like, looking like, whoa. But super teams have been a thing that's been constant for the longest the last two champions that I have in my lifetime that I can sit here and say that wasn't a super team that won an NBA championship was the 2004 Pistons and this year Milwaukee Bucks. Every every team else and the 2006 Heat. You can give the Heat, okay. Those teams was yeah. the only teams in my lifetime that wasn't a super team. So you mean super as in like they weren't put together to destroy no, I'm or talk- super as in like the results? No, because super team. That as Detroit in. Pistons team. Well, you look dog. at the roster. Yeah, you don't, like, you don't go like, super. I, like yeah, what you. What they wasn't like, superstars. So they those was, you mean as in like off of like name name and off of everything or like off of like off of everything. Outcome. Like they was a super team because they played as a team. That's different. I'm not. Like, I'm talking. Because and they look was, at, and if they, you call the Celtics of um '09 or '10 a super team, I feel like yes, that Detroit Pistons team fall under the same criteria. Only thing with that though is I feel like coming out the gate, it was Chauncey. Chauncey was the biggest star. Ben Wallace was the defensive anchor. Okay, and then then Tayshawn Prince, Rashad Wallace, those were 
really good players. They wasn't super players and they became Rick Hamilton. And then they grew and then let's be they grew together. That's what I'm saying though. They grew together and ended up being that. You know what I'm saying? Rasheed Wallace was a dog in Portland. Though. Yeah, but I'm saying, but he he was an added piece. He wasn't no over the top player. I'm saying like I super agree. teams are. Out. If I stat that old nine Celtics team against this 2004 Pistons team, I'm going with the Celtics. That's a lot of star power. You know what gotcha. I'm saying? That's a lot of think, extra I, I talent. I you know what I'm saying? To he grew Portland. into that, but I'm saying but, just those three alone. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You looking at them like, man, Ben Wallace, Tayshaun, Rick, y'all got your hands cut out for y'all. Y'all okay, not stopping that. Team you know, the yeah, but you know, <laughs> the but I think it's a different level to super team. When I think you know what, what you're saying, saying is also like, like, I'm not saying two different eras, but it's like two different uh, directions of the game now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of really hard to like. That's why when I was saying like super, like you mean as in like dominance, or you mean like were it like assembly, like they were assembled. To it's, a, it's, to a, it's a mixture of both. It's a mixture of both. That team wasn't assembled to run the lead. That team wasn't expected to win the championship. That's what I'm about to say. That that's team, what, that's you know, that team just happened to come together. They all looked at each other like we all all stars in our and own right. And they became the Warriors type thing. But they wasn't superstars. They were all all stars, and they just all looked at each other. They probably had just a nice, real strong it brotherhood, and they all basketball skills flowed together, and it made them even better than what they were. That's what it was. And they ended up going to beating the Lakers. That a super team. So you mean super team is a team that's they take a whole bunch of great individuals. Stack them all together and stuff like percent. that. If they grow naturally and stuff like that and they be, and they <laughs> develop and they develop into a super team, that doesn't so bother me. Question. When the Warriors won a championship in twenty fifteen, that didn't bother me. They came in together, they grew together, they, they weathered the storm together, they grew into Greatest shooters of all time and the, one of the greatest defensive players of all time together won a championship. 2016-17, that's when it started looking iffy for me because not because of Steph and Clayton, because you another dude came in, took all their shine, took all the hype and the, and the glory, and still cries about not having enough about it. So that's the type of super teams I'm talking about. Not LeBron, super teams. I'm not hating so on the, is, their championships, so but that's super teams. That, that Miami. The to Miami and OKC teams that faced off in the finals, those two teams count as super teams. If built in different directions, built in different directions, yeah. Like the like the Heat was dead in the water. We just had a superstar. We was trash. Dwayne Wade was just him, and Chris Bosh was already coming to Miami. And I don't think people know that story. If we was trash, Bosh was coming to play with Wade regardless. LeBron just. Added. added himself because he wanted to play with Wade, not Bosch. When Bosch yeah. came, he was like, "Damn, that's nice. That's a super team. That's that's good." So like, that's a super team, but I don't look at that as like joining forces to to destroy the league. That's just the like the total opposite. When I think super team, I think like you. I'm thinking like Boston. I feel like that's a super team to destroy the league. But how though? How? Because look what happened. Them they, 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 I mean, they, I mean, well, I mean they, that's not the, that's not fair <laughs> because it's the same with the Pistons. The Pistons but, came together and look what happened. Thing, no, thing, but I they was meant saying, to destroy the lead. The Pistons overcame obstacles. That's a big difference. What you saying yeah, makes big I, difference. I, I feel you. Yeah. yeah, I think what you're saying is like you remember when the Lakers already had Shaq and Kobe. 
and they added Gary Payton and uh, yeah, yeah that, that's when they team. lost. That's, that's the super team that he's like. You think, that's you think Paul Pierce went and said, "Let me get Ray Allen and let's." He grew up with KG. They was friends from they since the Sandlot. They knew yeah. Yeah. it was it wasn't no so coincidence. Miami having a sleepover to plan. I think, but that I wasn't think, what it was. Dwayne Wade said, "No, Dwayne Wade." It's a documentary of Dwayne Wade saying he didn't even know LeBron was coming to Miami. I will say the same thing. I spent the night with somebody in the hotel room. We don't like for a whole week, right? Did we not see it on ESPN for a whole week? They were going in and out of the hotel room. Me he was also him. in Chicago. He was also in New York. Like, yeah. he wasn't LeBron just in Miami. He also played in Cleveland, got hurt in rehab midseason for two weeks in Miami. Miami. He did. Because they were best friends and still are best friends to this day. So they pulled the KD Kyrie. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. Listen, you got the timeline. Didn't D Wade come to Cleveland? Didn't D Wade move to California so they kids could go to? Okay, but but see, I kind of proving the point because you said because you talking about LeBron going. Because you said LeBron going to play. We miss you, boy. LeBron going to play with Wade. That's that's actually yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, if that's the case, I see what y'all saying. I mean, Bosh was just extra. That's what happened. Wade and Bosch already having a, or Bosch already saying, I got to get out of Toronto. There's nothing here. Yeah. I could see that. I think people just look at LeBron and hate LeBron and just think he called both of them up and said, Dwayne Wade, you stand in Miami. I'm coming. Bosch, you lead Toronto. You get to Miami right now. If that ESPN special. Bro, if that was, I don't think that's what it was. It was the special that would, that's what's the special that hate people. Were you doing clubs at a party like, before they got there? Bruh. It's like it's because when you do what he did, when you like, all right, we finna win seven championships on a two, three year contract. <laughs> when you saying stuff like that, people like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When Boston did it, they just had the the give me my jersey, take a picture, let's go. When Braun did it, it was like we finna rule the world type thing. So people was like, bro, I, I think people. I, <laughs> he left, went back to Cleveland. D Wade followed him two years I, later. I think I think he realized that that was probably an ugly way to do it. But I think you gotta. I, then they had Derrick Rose and Isaiah Thomas <laughs> and Jay Crowder. I just look at it as like LeBron was having fun. And Jordan Clarkson. Excited. Yeah, Imagine going seven years of mediocrity. Ooh, Imagine going stupid. seven years of not being able to touch nothing. I get it. Yeah. But bro, being the greatest again. player in the game, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and now you have the opportunity to play with your best friend that you wanted to play with, and yes. just so happened he was talking to Bosch, and Bosch wanted so to give come there. Bears and KG, they little. Bro, no, because they <laughs> the only, knew. The only reason KG was KG was fresh off of God, dang what MVP, MVP like they three years removed. With uh, what's that? What was up? Minnesota. Yeah. If uh, if if Bron did it the right way, I don't think he gets the flag he gets today. But he did it the wrong way. He he went out there and he was like, but it's a, it's so many wrong ways of doing it. LeBron did it the wrong way. KD did it a horrible way. Well, so which one is yeah. like what is a good way? There is no when you're in that status. There James is no Harden right did way. it a horrible way. James yeah, Harden got traded. Yeah, I'm saying that that counts as the same thing to me. Forcing your way out and stuff. Carmelo did it the wrong money. way. You know, he, he didn't want to be in Houston. I think Jay- Anthony oh, Davis did the Anthony going. Davis did it the wrong way. Okay, what is the right way? You can't have fun and broadcast it. Say you take your talents to South Beach because it's horrible. Gotcha. You can't just hop on. The, you can't just hop on the team that just won a championship and have an MVP play well, in his prime. I think that's hard. Game right now, might if he's leaving. He's but they calling him but stupid. See, listen, but I mean, I don't think he publicly went out there and said, "F my city," or. You know no, I'm not saying like they're not saying that, but he's getting slapped because now people saying like you're stupid for wanting to stay in Portland. But I mean, still, so it's like, it's enough, saying, like if he was to leave, I don't think he's doing it the wrong way because he even cleared up the fact that it was already rumors out there in the public that he was leaving. We've seen rumors of like 
LeBron wanting to be out or LeBron leaving and like or KD and you know what I'm saying? And it, they never cleared it up. They just left actually in like two weeks time. But KD mm-hmm. did say I'm out. Yep. That's why I'm out. He couldn't. I mean, just... Kawhi literally sat there on the bench and said, "I'm not gonna play in Toronto." Yeah, you Dame is gonna lose either way, in my opinion. Yeah, because if he leaves, the the whole loyalty thing that we've heard from in the last ten years, people gonna be like, "Where's that now?" Let's be real. They, everybody tried that. Anthony Davis tried the loyalty thing. Remember before yeah. the, the that's all folks thing. Before he got fed up with the Pelicans and wanted to leave. It was a time when he was like, nah, I'm a yeah. New Orleans Pelican. I want to be here. This yeah. is I'm not requesting the trade. This is where I'm going to yeah. play at. And then, I guess, after a while, you, yeah. you have to either want to be there or you got to go. And you're going to be yeah. looked at as the bad guy. It's just like, no matter how you do it, no matter which way you do it, it's going to be looked at as bad. So with super teams, I just call them how it is. Every championship that's going to be won is going to be won with a super team. A dynamic duo, I won't consider a super team. Unless it's just like a Kobe Shaq type situation where you know those two are like top five in the league and they finna just run over you. So what was you last year's Lakers? The Lakers? Yeah, dynamic duo. Dynamic duo. Yeah. But I won't call it a super team like everybody was call- like calling it and stuff like that because the yeah. surrounding talent, so no, that yeah. was basically the... Br- huh? I call that hate because... That whole year, everybody's picking the Clippers. If they was a super team, that's yeah. the team you pick. Yeah, everybody remember everybody. That trash. That team is mid. That team is not no shooters. All of that stuff. Yeah. When they start winning, all that is super team now. Yeah. Jordan, our co-host as well, was mm-hmm. one of those people mm-hmm. that was calling them mid and can't shoot and can't score, can't play defense and stuff. When they won, right. he did try to say they was a super team. Yeah, they not a super team. Yeah, they I mean, our the key to the key to our team last year was Dang, our Jordan defense. Jordan got to be here. Defense. Yeah, get him. Defense. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the next topic in our genius or BS segment. Texas and Oklahoma is rumored to be moving to the SEC oh. within weeks. Um, weeks? It it could happen within weeks. So um, I think as a fan, I think it's genius because I hate Texas fans, Texas and Oklahoma fans, because Oklahoma really thinks they're good because they play in the Big Twelve, but they don't play no defense. None, zero. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But as a watching, as, as if I was an outsider looking in watching Texas and Oklahoma how they play and knowing that they don't have they don't play defense at all, it's BS. They're gonna finish. They're gonna be bottom feeders in the SEC, man. They really are. At uh, this, I don't think. I mean, they can score points, but they're not gonna be able to stop none of the uh, top teams. I the, I agree with the Texas part. Oklahoma, no. I don't think. I they, think Oklahoma will be able to stay relevant due to the simple fact they get the same players from the areas that they won't be able. It's the scheme they run. Nobody in the Big Twelve plays defense right now. So yeah, but I st- they still have Southern talent. Like them boys are from Georgia and like Alabama as well. I Georgia, feel like Oklahoma, if they get in the SEC, they could probably get a little pipeline to that point. Yeah, Georgia and Alabama get talent every year. The, the difference is Alabama develops their talent. Georgia just damn had a talent. I think Oklahoma is at the right stage right now because they have a great quarterback right now with Spencer Rattler. Mm-hmm. I think they're in a position where they can come into the SEC and pull a Missouri and run off a couple of good years. And once they run off a couple of good years, you yeah. get that um, recruiting pipeline set and show people that you came into the SEC and you can dominate. Mm-hmm. They're going to be straight because Oklahoma, for one, is loved by college football. Forever, even when they have a horrible roster, you know they're not gonna win. They're gonna be a top ten team to start off. Yeah. So they're they're loved. They got the media behind them. They have a great fan base. They have good alumni. 
I think if they can come into the SEC and start off good the first couple of years, I'm not going to sit here and say they're going to overtake Alabama, Florida, LSU. They're not. But they're definitely going to come in and be a force to reckon with, probably win the SEC every now and then, and, and still be a top 15, top 10 team every every year or so. I think so. Texas, on the other hand, feel like they're going to come in and end up being the Arkansas of the conference. So what would be up. the difference then? Because one, they just picked, they just... Um, Oklahoma has consistently been better than Texas, even when they're down. Oklahoma will be good. But His, historically, Texas is better. Yeah, historically, and Texas, Texas has more talent. But I'm talking about in Oklahoma's the last talent 15 comes years. From Texas. But like, that's the, that's, you know how you said that um, Alabama, Georgia, all their recruiting pipeline is the South? Oklahoma's all their talent is right there in the Midwest, Texas, all that area. Yeah, so imagine if they come in the SEC and they dominate, or they come out to a good start and they get even more players from Texas. Because right now, I don't think in the last fifteen years Texas hasn't been better than Oklahoma. I agree. So at this point, Oklahoma is you might say legacy wise, but we talking about in recent times. This, if, this generation don't care about history; they if, care about now. If um, Texas A and M can do it, why couldn't Texas do it? Because. Oklahoma and Texas A&M are better schools than Texas at this point. Texas has not been relevant since Mac Brown left. And now like North Carolina did, has get more yeah, recognition than yes, Texas. I feel now. like they did they uh Mac Brown speaking of Texas and Mac Brown, I feel like um they did him dirty and now he's showing that he actually is a good coach. Yeah. But yeah. How y'all feel about um Texas and Oklahoma moving to the SEC? Um I feel like they're gonna get the dog shit beat down there. Exactly. Um, I get them playing in their side of the South. Um, they feel like they have a lot of competition, and what I think they play Baylor or something. Um, that literally does not compare to playing these hogs every single Saturday. I don't care about the atmosphere y'all have. I don't care about mm. none of that. That don't mean nothing. Um, it get real, real, real dirty in the <laughs> SEC. I don't care what nobody say. You just seen the highlights. You just seen people returning picks and get slept. You just seen <laughs> quarterbacks throwing the ball sixty yards down the field. Was it Blake Sims? Mm-hmm. Who was that that hit him? Shane Ray. Like it really get it really get crazy out here. Um, and I don't think I don't think them boys is ready. The first year, um, they might not be able to adapt. Maybe two, three years if they get some time. Um, and they want to stay in the SEC, they might get some better competition. They might get some boys that want to go out there because they see, you know, some boys that actually play or go to these SEC schools like Alabama and they go play third or fourth stream might say, hey, we can start at Oklahoma and Texas because, look, they're still in the SEC and we get the recognition as well. You know what I'm saying? So we might see more competition spread out to more teams, which, again, will be great. Um, And it will be great seeing Texas and Oklahoma back on top again and they're playing – Alabama because they have to see us in the SEC championship now. Y'all want to get into that national championship, y'all got to play two, just like we do. We play a <laughs> SEC championship, that's our national championship, and we play the national championship. We play the, we play the tournament with y'all, so it would be great to see them step on in, in, our, in our neck of the woods and see how we got to play in the competition every week. Every week. They don't survive. Even on the <laughs> bottom teams, even if you're playing Kentucky, Kentuckys, the Auburns, the Ole Miss, the Arkansas, all of them still got people getting drafted. All of them got eight one ten top ten losing to Vanderbilt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, I don't think they get ranked top. They not even ranked top thirty anymore. Vanderbilt, 
No, I'm talking about Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. If they come this way, I don't see them anywhere near SEC championship. What's that little boy? What's that, what's that little boy? It depends on how the division lineup. Come see. Come see. I firsthand seen Rattler um, play against, you know, our JV squad. You know, give or take. He did play against our, our second hammies. But he looked good. He looked good. He looked good. He looked good. Mm-hmm. He gonna have to look. I watch his little Netflix special. Taking that straight. The highest they get is like seventeen. <laughs> they not getting. I don't think they hit anywhere top fifteen. Okay. I just want to see them get into hey. the SEC championship. Maybe he bring the swagger to them because he definitely got the swagger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then, man, who what, knows? Because if side it, of the if, conference do y'all think that they would be on? I think it would. They trying to get. They better not be. If they would have to. One would be on the West. They would break it up because. They can't Texas, both be on the same side. I think Texas would be in the East and Oklahoma would be in the West. They don't How? That. Mm. Who's in the, they would have to change the, the conference. They, they, yeah, they don't survive. They would probably like <laughs> move Alabama and Auburn to the East. And that's where the the, the uh, line would be. So Texas and them. I mean, yeah, all those Texas teams would all be in the West. Alabama every year. And they not there with them too. They don't want to. Nick Saban ain't gonna like that. That's gonna make it harder for Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. Yeah, I don't want that. I need them to see. They need to see somebody. They gonna make it easier for them and make it harder for us. Exactly. (laughs) I don't. I don't. I just don't see it. No. No matter what, where they go, whatever SEC East, SEC West, they're they're done. Yeah. (laughs) I don't. I don't see any ACC team. I mean, Big Twelve, right? Yeah. I don't see any Big Twelve team really coming over and putting up like. All right, we in a college football. I don't see play every time. I don't see no other. I don't see no them in the playoffs anymore. They can't. They can't qualify for it, that. Yeah, anymore. that that would be stupid. To uh, in my opinion, to give up that free playoffs by every year. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, whoever wins that conference is gonna be undefeated. So right, and it's like now you just or one loss. So if you got one loss, they they gonna try to throw you in there. I think the Big Twelve has missed the playoff like once. So y'all know how? Uh, what's the, the guy that used to coach for the Forty ers He in Michigan now. Um, Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Y'all know how his teams always disappoint every year. Mm-hmm. Even when they get the hype, that's mm-hmm. how I see Oklahoma going. Yep. Yeah. And, hey, man, shout out to Michigan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve Sarkeesian, he just knew. He, he just wanted to get back in the SEC so bad. I mean, he a great play so caller. Bad. He's a great play caller. I hate Sarkeesian. But <laughs> I don't think, like I said, in the SEC, it's still all about defense. You Everybody wanted to beat Nick Saban. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Florida. I'm talking Not about the coaches underneath. Oh, yeah. Underneath Nick always want to. Definitely. Yeah, I don't out think it's going to happen. To get your head knocked off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with that being said, our last genius or BS topic, the NFL put out a memo this week that said um, COVID outbreaks among unvaccinated players could lead to forfeits from uh, games this year. I don't really, I can't, I, I guess it's genius, I guess, as far as a business sense. But like I've been saying the whole time, you I can't tell nobody what to do. If if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's part of the risk that come with it. So you know what I'm saying? At this point you can't tell grown people what to do. So <laughs> I think it's genius on the NFL's part. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to protect your brain. You get your you try and then you gotta recoup all that money from last year. I'm trying to prove a point, I guess. So it's on there. How y'all feel about it? I think it's BS. Um if you already have COVID product protocols, if you're if you're already going through the most to test for COVID, um, check for COVID, and diagnose COVID, you shouldn't have to do all of this. I think if, they're saying like if it's an outbreak to the point where they have to cancel the game, 
you know how last year they had to cancel a couple games because it was mm-hmm. an outbreak like that? Yeah, that that game would just lead to a forfeit. But see, at that point, if you if you doing the COVID protocols, you can take you can trace close contact and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. You can prevent that, right? Right, I agree. So at that point, you shouldn't be give, get to the point of forfeiting games. I think that's unfair. Right. You're trying to force people to do something without basically saying it, and that's unfair. And that goes against a lot of American, you know. Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something the NFL's doing. A lot of everyone is doing is saying, okay, you don't want to get the vaccine. That's cool. But this is what happens and this is the consequences. Why is it a consequence of not getting something of, of a vaccine? Why is it a consequence? Because it's contagious. Yeah, it's contagious, but that doesn't make any sense because the vaccine has told, been said by um, doctors that it doesn't cure you from COVID. And yeah. it doesn't stop you from getting COVID. It just um, lessens the symptoms or whatever. So basically, if you get the shot, you still can catch COVID and can still spread it. Right. So therefore, all of this talk about people who haven't got the vaccine and they're the ones who are contracting the most um, COVID cases, that just doesn't add up and make sense to me. They're, they're um, the ones who are dying the most. Yeah, all, that's 99% cool. of the people that are dying have are unvaccinated. Okay, that's cool. But it's not <laughs> stopping the spread. I so if you're you can't if a if a person wanna take the risk and die from it, that's on them. But you're not stopping the spread. That's the point of this, right? right. To stop the spread, right? right? You're not stopping the spread no regardless. So I don't understand this. And for people to be sitting there having to be, you know, basically shoved to do something that they don't wanna do is unfair. Especially when it's not a cure. Um, I just think it's stupid. Do it mean good for business? That's cool. But everything in now in life is just a business and the money love and money grab. So, like, ain't nothing genuine. Ain't nothing about your safety. Ain't nothing about nothing but greed and business and green. I feel like... Um it's a lot of protocols put in place and you don't really, you can't really understand or say if it's genius or BS with just the, with just seeing the notion of how much money, not knowing how much money is really, so Without without being able to understand or know how much money the NFL brings in, it's really hard for you to understand what they're doing. Um, they really do have a brand to protect, um, and you see how much money they bring, or not? You see, you hear about how much money, um, you see how much money they can receive in contracts and through different things. And these players are extremely high paid. I'm not gonna say it's undeserving because they deserve every single dime, but you also gotta understand that there's. They care about every single dime that goes into the stadium, exactly. um, that comes out of the stadium, merch. They they care about all of that. Um, so if they if they want to start forfeiting games and and giving out L's for maybe you know twelve plus players with you know positive results, I can't blame them. I don't blame them. <laughs> um, I don't want to risk anybody getting anything and we have to shut down the stadium imagine having to shut down the stadium 
Um, I just feel like it's great for them to protect the brand and the people that's coming in and out of the stadium. Um, that's what it is. I don't want to see anybody go out there and get sick. Um, because even with the vaccine or without the vaccine, people are getting sick and dying. Right. Um, and that's just something I wouldn't want to see with somebody with high value and high status go through, especially when I'm taking the precautions that I am every day outside of, you know, in my regular life. Right. Why would I want somebody who's making a million dollars that I'm watching on TV with my entertainment? Hey, go out there and play with the risk. Right. When I'm not doing that, I'm not taking that risk myself every day. Um, yeah, it's extremely selfish. But, but if all, say 100% of them got vaccinated, mm-hmm. what's stopping the spread? If all of them are vaccinated, it's no. I don't. I'm how? Me, I'm literally how? on your side because, like, I I don't get the whole people being back like because of the shit. If it spreads with the vaccine in your body as well, like I don't get how that. So everybody's just gonna be walking around mildly sick. That's what. Like I get what I get. It, I honestly get what you're saying, but I'm Agenda. Not that they need to get the vaccine. But I'm just saying that I agree with the NFL saying that. I'm not going to cancel any more games or try to push back and reschedule games because for what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather just either y'all play with what y'all got or y'all can get a forfeit. You know what I'm saying? If y'all don't have enough, you don't trust your practice squad players, you didn't bring somebody on the bus, don't play. You know what I'm saying? If y'all want to go out there and play, y'all play. If y'all want to forfeit, forfeit. It's the same as I think high school baseball or baseball in general. Mm. Like, if you want to go play with seven, <laughs> do it. <laughs> but if not, you're just gonna have to get that other team to W. I mean, but I don't support them trying to force players. So if players want to retire, I hope they have guaranteed money. Like DeAndre Hopkins said something like that. Yeah. But he can. He can. Yeah. He, he can, can if you want to. It'd be unfortunate though, because then that put the league in a tight yeah. situation. I mean, it hurts the game, but I mean, if you think about it, they gotta do so what they many, gotta do. They so gotta do what they gotta different do. Different people starting football leagues, anyways, that mm-hmm. probably don't have the same requirements or the same protocol. So I mean, imagine if they started up like. I'm not saying like an arena football league again, but imagine DeAndre Hopkins and it was like, maybe we don't want to go out there and play full contact football again, but we can start our own league with like some amateur football or like some, you know what I'm saying? Like, and still pay themselves or pay each other or go out there and still entertain. Because as of what I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of people are now trying to start and be entrepreneurs for a lot of things anyways with them not uh, agreeing with the way the NFL or the NBA or, you know, different things are pushing sports and how they're handling athletes. I feel like, Maybe in like you know the big three is the thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like they probably won't wait for them to get too old, or you know they probably losing it. And maybe in like a year or two or two three years they might say, "Bro, we could just go create another league or play somewhere else." Or you know what I'm saying? But it's just a lot of different things. Um, I just don't. I I agree with DeAndre Hopkins being the first to stand up and say, "I will retire if y'all try to force this upon us," because that opens up a lot of space for a lot of other people that probably. Scared to say that to the league, yeah. That's not as valuable to the league as he is. Ah. Next up, we got our all new segment, Ozzy the Chipper, where we pick a new, where we rank players from one to ten using a player number to coincide with that number. Yo, if you liking what you're hearing on Not Another Sports Podcast, make sure you follow us on all social media. 
Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter is N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Make sure you continue to stay up tuned and update with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. Now back to our show. Welcome back. If you were confused about what that was in our last segment, that was Sean, Sean leaving. Man, people got to work, man. Hey, man, still got to get it. Anyway, with that being said, we're going to move on to our Ozzy the Chipper segment. That's the segment where we rank players um, 1 to 10 with a number coinciding with a player. Um, we're going to rank the the big three from each team um, player by player from the finals. So with that being said, I'm going to start off with Giannis. I say a nine. Um, shout out to Drew Brees. Um, I think at this point, the only thing he could have did other than um, what he did was make threes. That was, I mean, that was really the only he didn't. He still don't have enough perimeter game, but who cares? He he won the championship. So um, yeah, shout out to Giannis once again. How you feel? Uh, I'm gonna give Giannis a chipper. Number 10, he performed amazing in the finals. Um, he did his thing. He did his part. And now he's an NBA champion. And like you said, no one can take that away from me. <laughs> um, I'm going to give him a Drew Brees 9. Um, just because it just... I don't know. He played great. He played amazing. Um, I'm not going to take nothing from him. I'll just give him a 9. I don't think it was a 10-worthy. Um, I don't think I'll probably see a 10-worthy final performance. People say Jordan's giving him, but, I mean, LeBron. I didn't see it. I LeBron mean, and I think Kyrie he did average combined. a triple. He averaged a triple-double, but I don't know if they won that finals, though. He did. No, he didn't. If he would have won it. Though. In 2016. They almost tried to give him finals MVP for it because he didn't, and he didn't win it. That was the thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I would give Giannis a 9, 9 out of 10. Big Drew Brees. Um, he played great. The only finals performance that I've seen was 10. It wouldn't even be for one pay. It would have to be when um, Brian them came back, the way him and Kyrie jailed. Because that, uh, mm-hmm. the, what was that, game five? When he, um, when they both scored 41? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say Dwayne Wade, two thousand six too. Yeah, we got. I'm always gonna give him love to that year. That year was epic. And Kobe and the refs that year, he won the championship. Now that he retired, we can say that. <laughs> yeah, Kobe and the refs. <laughs> <laughs> that year he, um, they they beat the uh, Celtics. Yeah, because Celtics definitely was supposed to be <laughs> <They was supposed to, laughs> championship. But anyway, we got Chris Middleton up next. I say Matt Schaub. Shout out to Matt Schaub. Um, he had a couple iffy games, but at the end of the day, he did. He he came along and he a champion. I mean, if Jordan was here, he'd still say he wasn't consistent enough for him. But whatever, um, his team did what he had to do. Uh, he 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 balled really the whole playoff run. But it was a couple times he'll ball and then go out there and look like Kuzma. So I mean, it is what it is. Shout out to him. I give Chris Middleton a Michael Vick seven. Um, I told Jordan that when it matters most, Chris Middleton comes in clutch for him. And he did. He came in clutch every time they needed him in the finals. But I got to give you a seven because overall you perform inconsistent and you had some lackluster games in the NBA finals. That's just completely unacceptable. And you look disinterested. And it shouldn't be a moment in the NBA finals that your star player, your mega star is looking for you. 
when you're not there. So Michael Vick seven. Hmm. Um, Chris Middleton did. I think he, when Giannis definitely needed him to show up, he was there. In the um, biggest games. When yeah, when but when Giannis had himself or had it, he was there. He had himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna give him. I'm not gonna give him Chris Middleton any knock for it. I give him. Give him a uh, shout out. Is it Steve Young? Um, yeah. I give him Steve Young eight. Um, he did pretty good. Hopefully, he get back to the finals so he can show people that he can do it again. Um, I feel like he'll be a consistent All Star. No cap, he's a consistent uh, Robin to somebody's Batman. Exactly. I feel like he can do it. <laughs> Next up, we got Drew Holiday. I'm gonna go. Um, Julio's college number eight. Um, he he played he. He did his thing um, on the defensive end these last couple games. The last, uh, the closeout game too. He, I mean, Chris Paul had 26 points, but it still wasn't, It was, he had to work for his 26. You know what I'm saying? He always made um, whoever he was guarding work for it. I feel like he, he more got cooked in that series in Atlanta. That was the series um, Trey was taking it to him until he got hurt. But, Anyway, I feel like this this last series he played good defense. Um, he he got cooked in game one, but that was game one. Overall, he played. Uh, he was he was pretty good over the entirety of the series. So I go eight. I give Drew Holiday a Lamar Jackson eight. Um, people talk about his scoring and his you know he wasn't shooting the ball well throughout the playoffs or whatever, but that wasn't what he really was brought there for. His job was to come there, control the offense, facilitate the offense, assist, and play tremendous defense. And he did that at every moment that they needed him to do so. And he did it at the biggest stage of them all throughout this series. Like game one, like Brandon said, he got torched, but Chris Paul was still coming off um, off a Western Conference Finals win. They was on a roll at that time, and they slowed down. Um, so... Lamar Jackson, eight for Drew Holiday. Congrats. Um, this may be crazy, but I'm going to give Drew Holiday a nine. Um, and that's just because defensively, what he did to um, Chris Paul, Depot. Um, and that's off-ball, on-ball, double-team. He literally was that defensive push from the starting lineup that they needed. Um, of course, we had Giannis with the block, the chase-down block. But mm-hmm. if we're being completely honest, um, extra chance or second not extra points coming from steals, fast break points, all of that comes from steals, poke-aways, different things like that. And... Drew uh, Holiday was definitely the head catalyst and all of that. Um, so I'm going to give him a nine. Mm. Yeah, Jordan. Mm, mm, mm. It's okay. You're going to have a chance to defend yourself next week. Anyway, um, DeAndre Ayton. I say uh, Michael Vick, seven. I feel like it was a couple games they took him out of the game. And Kevin said it best. If you can take Ayton out of the game, you can make it easy. Whatever. Anyway, um, but it was a couple games he contributed that they still lost. Like, he had double-doubles, and they still lost. It was games where he was um, effective, and they still lost. So, I don't, I can't put all the blame on him 
And um, yeah, I'm the next person I'm finna tell you who I put all the blame on. So yeah, how y'all feel about Aiden? I give Aiden and LeBron James Miami six. Uh yeah, he had double digits at times, but it was very quiet. And mm-hmm. you know, once the game got out of hand, you're getting rebounds or you're getting easy buckets around the goal, but you it's not really adding up to anything. Um, he wasn't very. He wasn't a factor, but after game two, and game one and game two, they kept him involved. They kept him in the offense. He stayed active around the rim. He stayed busy on the defensive end. And after game two, he got he got away from what he was doing, and the Suns got away from involving him into the system. And he looked like he wasn't interested in trying to be active. And Giannis was giving it to him. He could not guard Giannis at all. So you started off hot, but then eventually you was taken out of the series and was just putting up empty calorie numbers. So I got to give you a six. DeAndre Um, I'll give him a KD seven. Um... And that's just because his age, experience, youthfulness, and the expectation they had for him. Um, It doesn't matter how young or how close in age she is to a lot of people. I feel like Giannis actually spent more time, more developed. He's been more developed in the league. Um, He has an NFL, uh, I said NFL, NBA ready body. He's he came from being a child. He was a child uh, when Giannis was like 200 pounds skinny. You know, 185, <laughs> whatever he was. Um, Giannis Two, turned himself four. into a menace. Yeah. Like, DeAndre Ayton hasn't gone through that development period yet. You know? So and I feel like whatever center he's going to be or whatever big man he's going to be, we're going to see it in the next two years. Giannis is, this is sixth year, seventh year in the league. When Giannis hit year five, he was this. Yeah. Aiden is in year four or five. So, I mean, Aiden I mean, is in I'm... year four. Now he done showed tremendous progression. Now, next year, next year, at that point, that's when you, you can but start. With some players, it does take getting to the – remember when LeBron got to the uh, finals the first time? He was like, I, I missed this feeling. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like hopefully for Aiden – this off season or this um, uh, transition in the next year, you got a taste. I mean, of the yeah, final. he's in his. He got drafted twenty eighteen. He's. I mean, I feel like he still got. Yeah. He still got. A, a I little mean, growth yeah, period. we know he's not even in his true prime yet. Yeah. So I agree. I mean, it's a young boy who kind of hungry. Thought he was right. hungry. Thought he wanted that blood, but yeah. that's yeah. somebody that was really, Big really player. wanting it. Like that's a two time. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he's been. He MVP really twice. wanted it. You you throwing somebody that's really out there that was been starving for years, right? With somebody out there that was spoiled a couple years ago in college, you know what I'm saying? Or you know what I'm saying? They he gets he gets get into the league and everybody give him attention, so it's like oh, I got this. Right. <laughs> no, we got a killer around this corner for real. That's no really the, you know what I'm saying? Just like you know these boys that think they ready to go to jail, yeah. they go to jail for real. Be it is ain't that. Right. It's, it's, that's what it was. Y'all just put him in that cage and you <laughs> had me the first two games. You or you hit me. You threw two. You got me. You got me. You had me in the first half, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but when I slam you, let's see if you can get back up. Right. Yeah. That's what it is. Or when I put this weight on you, let's see if you can get if you can match that energy. 
and that was something that he had to do. That was something Giannis was supposed to do. Like, if yeah. he didn't, Giannis this narrative would be like, too. what? Right. I'm going to put my body into you, and you're going to have to stop me for six, seven games. However long you think that you're going to take this series, all right, well, you, I'm going to hate you every time. Yeah. And that's what he did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, Giannis right. don't even feel this. When you're, when you're playing defense with your forearm on Giannis' back and he backing you down, he don't feel that. When he's driving in front of you or he's driving towards you and you about to throw that forearm up or you about to block, he's not feeling that. He's about to bounce right off you or spin right off you because he's a, he's a solid machine. And I feel like um, Aiden's definitely going to get into either figuring out if he wants to be solid like Giannis or he wants to be that stretch big and run the floor. Chris Staff, AD dude. Mm-hmm. You gotta figure out what he's gonna. He gotta figure out. But no, he do, has to be a Giannis. Be guard, he can't Giannis, shoot three. Guard people like hey, you know what I'm saying. It's like the big man is going in so many different directions. You got KD, you got Giannis. They expect you to be able to guard because KD's gonna step down there and play four and five. Yeah. So can you guard four and five, and can you guard four and five from both sides? It's a Giannis, it's a KD, it's a it get dangerous. So it's like he gonna he gonna. It's a Joel Embiid. Yeah, exactly. It's a Jokic. Exactly. So either you want to be two hundred and thirty pounds or. And even on the and even if you go down the tier, you got Carl Anthony Towns. So it's like, <laughs> get your get your weight up, <laughs> get your weight up. Yeah. With that being said, we got CP three up next. Um, I say shout out to Alabama Cyrus Jones, uh, Cyrus Jones five. Like bro, this was ain't no you ain't gonna have another you ain't gonna have a better opportunity than already being in the finals up to up, like. This was your best chance, and the the dog that Giannis played with, that's how you're supposed to play. Like, you, it was a, a point in game, I think that was game five. They were down four, and uh, Chris Chris Paul went cold. He didn't even he didn't even attack. That's my thing. If um, you're supposed to be the superstar, you're supposed to be the best player on your team. This was your opportunity to show it. Like like I said at the beginning of the episode, Chris Paul is good for selling during the series. And this was his series. He's old. He's old. I mean, when they started letting them play when the refs started letting them play, and Phoenix stopped getting them easy, um, them calls, yep. them shooting, them landing fouls, and all. Hey man, get up, get back up. The ball exactly. going back that way. This Chris is Chris Paul wasn't liking that. He wasn't giving back in transition. This is um, he's supposed to be. You're supposed to be the leader. Well, lead us to a championship, then, Nick. Um, I'm just saying this was his shot. So. I, I'm not saying that he's not going to be able to get back there, but Chris Paul getting up there in age, bro. He's been in the league for a while. And at this point, we're talking about legacy. You know what I'm saying? We know you're great. Great. Chris Paul is probably going to be a Hall of Famer. Nine times out of ten, Chris Paul will be a Hall of Famer. But my thing is... He won't be one of the respected Hall of Famer. Exactly. You're going to be a Charles Barkley, um, um, Carl Malone. I want Chris Paul to win a championship, so come to the Lakers, bro. Come on, we're gonna get into it in a little bit about our um and our pick the ending segment, foreshadowing. Well who you got what you got, Kev? I got him with a Lamar Jackson eight. Uh I think Chris Paul did exactly what I felt he was gonna do. <laughs> he performed to the highest level that he possibly could have in the conditions that he was playing with. Some injury, some past COVID. Um he showed up to me. Yes, he had fifteen turnovers within the first three games of the series, but he still had the team up two oh. And he was still playing on the high level. Game six, he was the best player on the court. He showed out. He didn't go out like a joke. He went he went down with a fight. I think this is the series is much more due to Giannis being the best player on the court. Taking Aiden out the series 
and the Milwaukee Bucks just being a better team overall than the Phoenix Suns. I don't put this loss on Chris Paul because they all had their own flaws. Chris Paul with the turnovers, Aiton just being a non-factor, Devin Booker playing hero ball way too much at times, and everybody else around him not making shots. So I can't just sit here and say, this is one series I can look at and say, the better team won, and the other team put up the best fight that they could. They just simply couldn't overcome it. Chris Paul's old. Because <laughs> um, even if Chris Paul did, even if Chris Paul played top tier Chris Paul, I don't think they would have won the series because Aiden still wasn't a factor. I can see that. Um, I'll give him a 10 Am- Tim Anderson, 7. <laughs> um, he played his position. Of course, a lot of his flaws and a lot of his uh, mistakes did harm Phoenix. But, again, like Kevin said, there was nothing that he could have done anyways to stop what was going on on the other side of that clipboard. But get hurt trying to get in front of Giannis. (laughs) Um, Like, it just seemed like Chris Ball forgot the mission halfway through the mission. Like, you didn't see that at all in the Bucks, in with anybody in the Bucks uniform. Every every second, they they were out there with that look on their face with grit. Are we about to kill y'all? There's numerous times you can look in Phoenix, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton face, and they looked like they were spooked. They looked like they had no answer. Their back was against the wall. So um, it's getting roughed up. Yeah, like, it's getting roughed up. Like, PJ Tucker, just, Drew Holiday, them was playing, playing. Bobby Portis is getting big with him. And the only way to try to even counter something like that is unity um, and leadership. And it just wasn't there. I'm not saying Chris Paul disappeared. Um, I just feel like that role that was supposed to be jumped into, he didn't jump into at all. I just feel like it goes back to when we was having our, I think, pre-playoff episode. Because I think a little motivation definitely would have probably... But Got see, I had said yeah. that before because I was like, I don't think the Suns could make it to the finals. Yeah, I think it was before they made it to the finals. Finals. I don't think the Suns can make it to the finals because they're young. They lack youth. I mean, they lack veteran leadership and stuff. And every and then Brother has said they have Chris Paul, and I said that's only one. Yes, Chris Paul can do so much. At, at when it gets to that to that moment, where your coach is not your coach, haven't been there. Jay Crowder been there, but he was the fourth banana on our squad. He wasn't saying nothing, bro. That was Jimmy and Drogic and Bam talking in those locker rooms. That wasn't him. So, like, you, Jay Crowder been there, but he's not no leader. I'm the only guy here, and I ain't never been here myself. I never, I never been here myself. So, I'm trying to keep y'all up because I know I'm the vet. But there's nobody around else that's... They sent one teacher on the field is, with a whole bunch of kids. Yeah, with no experience. <laughs> basically, no, sent the substitute teacher. Yes. Basically, they sent the yes. substitute a teacher substitute on the field teacher. trip. Hey, she don't know these kids. <laughs> she she don't know their names. She don't know they got <laughs> asthma or alert. allergies. Yeah, that one kid telling all everybody. Yeah, like... Yeah, she, he, be, he don't even do that. They much. acting <laughs> extra bad because they know they don't... She don't know, like... Everybody that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Like he he was just out there by himself. I feel like we we gotta cut him a, not a lot of slack because he did have mistakes, but it's it's only so much he could do in a in a unfamiliar yeah. territory for himself. Facts and yeah. people have to want it for themselves as well too. Yeah, but he, he also five eleven six foot 
not athletic. And Chris Paul is a dog, but Chris Paul, he's not Russell. He not, he's not someone who's going to physically dominate the game. So if he's trying, if he's mentally trying to get right and the other player's not mentally checked out, and he had good games when Devin Booker scored 40 points. If he having good games and Devin Booker scoring 40 points, what more do you want him or Devin to do? It's up to him, my auntie. Get, the, get those folks right. It's up to Aiton to apply himself. Yeah. I don't put that on. I don't, I don't really put that on um, Chris Paul. It's like, like the quarterback thing in the NFL, though. Yeah. You lose, they look at that yeah. more, more experienced player or the most, you know, the player with the most uh, recognition. Um, Who got the most fight for the Falcons losing? Matt Ryan. He is one of the biggest reasons, though. He did. It was the offense line. <laughs> it's like, he didn't get pushed out of field goal range. <laughs> and the defense quit on us. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, you know, I think he know that it come with that. Um, yeah, I don't really, I don't take much from Chris Paul, but it, it but where he mentally checked out, I take points there. Uh, for you as an individual, you know what I'm saying? Not, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm taking points off of him because he checked out and they and they was trash. I'm looking yeah. at him just not taking. He, you know, he disappointed me a couple times. That's all it was. He losing points for him turning into, you know, LeBron sometimes. You know, yeah, the team. You know, the team, <laughs> you know, the team being mid. You know, I'm just gonna quit on y'all too. Y'all quit on me. But I think feel like for those type of players though, imagine imagine what would make them do something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I already know they gonna they gonna dookie on me regardless of the situation. I know what I have right now. I know what's going on y'all do. He gonna be like, I should I should have just I should just kept going. I should just you know what I'm saying? What was that gonna get him though? I don't know. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? You never know. What God got a plan for you, but unless you apply yourself, you're not gonna get it. God had a plan for Giannis. Hey man, <laughs> God had a plan for everybody that was there, and only, only one team applied himself. <laughs> <laughs> only one person remembered the mission. Chris Paul went yeah, up. Yeah, I just said I heard said, you, big fella. Bro, I'm telling you, they were down 2-0. Giannis ain't never looked back. Chris Paul was up 2-0, and he had LeBron at Game Three. And, or game four, and you know, down here at that like, moment. Come on, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, get ready, dude, because uh, I'm finna have everybody here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. With that being said, our last one for this segment is gonna be Devin Booker. I once again shout out Alabama football. Blake Sims six. Um, he had a couple forty point games, but he also had nineteen in the closeout game. Like Kevin said, it was times where he tried to play hero ball too much and wasn't working through the offense. You know what I'm saying? There was no flow to the team. He just out there. Um, being Devin Booker. Yes, that's great when you're on, but when you're not and you're just missing shots, you're giving the, up, the other team one um, one shot uh, possessions and you they going and getting easy buckets on the other end, that's how you lose games. That's how you lose series. So, shout out to Devin Booker. I feel like um, he's a great talent. If they, they gonna have, they're going to have another opportunity um, to make another deep playoff run. They're young. Um, he can hoop. He's a he's a scorer. He's a true scorer. He's a Kobe disciple. So, yeah, um, yeah. How y'all feel about Devin Booker's performance in these here finals? I give Devin Booker another LeBron James six. Um, I really wanted to give him a five, but he, when you drop two two forty piece nuggets in the mm-hmm. finals, I give him up a notch. 
Uh, he dropped 40, but he also dropped 19 in closeout game, like Brandon said, and also dropped 10 points in game three. Unacceptable. Especially when you're the best scorer on the team. You're looked at as probably the best player on the team. He's not the best scorer on the team? I'm, no, I was oh. just doing that off of, again, bro, the Bucks was on. The like, Bucks the was Bucks on. Was defensively. Hey, I just said. When they, when they trapping, switching, and it's like. Hey, I just said that I give more credit to the Bucks than mm-hmm. Chris Paul failing. But I, at the same time, you still got to critique them and Devin Booker at the same time. Even though if they're on, you're Devin Booker. You can't go out there and score 10 he points. Was, he wasn't missing. Oh, he did miss some open shots. But a lot of the shots he did take was congested. Tough. Yeah, and why? You're playing hero ball. Six, seven, you have six, to. 11, he's not switching on you guys. A six seven switching like he's not a playmaker. That's why I said he he fit all he knows is scoring. Yeah, and that's what it was since he was in college. It's like the plays that they had drawn for him was really easily to uh, predict after a minute. Exactly, roll around the top he, from the free throw line. All that stuff became predictable. He has to get in the lab more and work on facilitating. Working, work on being more of a playmaker, being more involved in the offense, and getting teammates involved, and not always looking to score. And when your shot's not on, just trying to force it up and trying to play Kobe type basketball and hear it up. Kobe Bryant was Kobe was Kobe for a reason. You can be a disciple of him and take bits of his game, but you can't go out there and exactly do the same thing he did because what made Kobe Bryant was. He was Kobe Bryant. You're Devin Booker. And you said it yourself. I should never be compared to Kobe Bryant. You're right. Because you ain't win nothing yet. So you can't be Kobe Bryant yet. So therefore, all I'm saying is you can go out there and score 40 points a game, for two 40-point games in the finals and then go out there and score 19 and score 10 in the finals. It's the same reason why I gave Chris Middleton a 6 or 7. Is you Just because you have great games and you come up clutch at certain times, that gives you certain points. But overall, we look at it. And that look and that's don't look good. It don't look good. You got a bright future ahead, and I think Devin Booker is gonna be a superstar. I just don't think he performed to the best of his abilities in this NBA Finals. But also the same thing applies to him as it applies to Chris Paul. The Bucks was just on one. The only person I can blame really is Deontay as Deontay A. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Devin Booker. Somebody with that role, if you look at that team before the playoffs, the whole playoff run, there's no score on that team outside of him. There's nobody that's going to put the ball in the basket. And if you do look at somebody putting the ball in the basket, it's Chris Paul or Dre. Um, you said a couple of times, Kevin, Dre, Dre disappeared. Uh, Dre couldn't put the ball in the rim, even if it was a lob. I've seen they was throwing lobs and he was missing. Like, bro, what? So it's like, if everybody becomes passive, who are they looking at? You know what I'm saying? Because Devin Booker is on the court 99% of the time. He playing 43 minutes, 42 minutes. Who else? You know what I'm saying? Who are they kicking it to? And they can kick it to the campaign and Cam Johnson, who are, who's hitting shots. But it's like, you only want them to take seven shots a game. Eight shots a game. I want Cameron Johnson to shoot a lot more, though. Yeah, I want yeah. him to actually start. Yeah. If they, yeah, when they give him, you know, like an actual real role in the offense instead of like, all right, you got twelve minutes today. Yeah, go that's good with the fro, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, go pick and roll, pick yeah. and fade, fade. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they give him a, a actual. They go designate some plays for him. He'll definitely get him open. Yeah, because he was just finding just open corners. Like I he was feel just, he's a better Kuzma. I give you that. 
But I mean, if he was what Kuzma was when he came in the league. Yeah, but he's before doing Kuzma. Team. Yeah, but I'm saying Kuzma just got mentally somebody came in there and ruined him. <laughs> yeah, we, we gonna be let, let's keep it a stack. Well, People like him. He was in the finals him. last year and averaged one point, two points. I know, but that's what I'm, I'm saying. KCP. Still, somebody, mentally, somebody still <laughs> mentally. KCP a new contract. Somebody mentally came in there and ruined him. Like, let's be yeah. real. People appreciated him. So making it to the finals wasn't enough for him to ball out. That's not what I'm saying. But it's like it's like saying if you're not really given the like I'm not saying he wasn't given the opportunity, but it's like. Let's be real. How many plays was really designed for Kuzma? Because when he got the ball, look kicked. what he did. Shot the ball over the goal. Yeah, man. Hit the, hit the shot seen, clock. I've seen LeBron the ball air ball. I've seen KD air ball. I've seen, you know what I'm saying? But you've seen them dominate games. You've never seen Kuzma dominate a game. I've seen have good games. <laughs> I've, seen, I've, I've, seen, like, I've seen bad good games. I can't say I've seen uh, You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying, bro. Like, hey, man. But, Shout out Kuzma. <laughs> I'm trying to get you on the team this year. <laughs> come Shane to that Atlanta. Tigers. We'll take you, yeah. Come, come on. Sharks. Come to Atlanta. Let's come play for the Hawks, bro. That's all. This Cam is... Reddish going to say, buddy, you want to sit down, break out of here? Oh, boy. If Cam Reddish opened his mouth. Cam <laughs> Reddish was actually a bright spot for y'all in y'all closeout game. Yeah, because we had to put him on punishment for a long time. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, bro. Devin Booker, I just, that team was just not put in place before the playoffs. To ask the question or to answer the question, what if they all shut down? Or what if Devin Booker not hit? You know what I'm saying? Those questions weren't even asked before they went in the playoffs. It was like, we probably won't go to the finals anyways. So who cares? <laughs> but then they got there. The question's like, Devin Knowles just got broke. He might have a bad couple games. Now Devin's not hitting. Or he looks like he's back in the motion, but we still know he has a broken nose. You know what I'm saying? And Chris Paul playing hype. It's like... They just had a lot of things that they should have answered or a lot of questions they should have asked themselves before they got there. And if they would have asked them, I feel like they would have been prepared. Because if you ask the question, who, who who's going to score for you after Chris Paul? I mean, after Devin Booker? Because DeAndre Aiden is not a score first big man. It's like, ah, uh, you got a point. All I have is Jay Crowder, Cam Johnson, campaign. You know what I'm saying? These are not like bucket getters. These are people that like you have to set up. Mm-hmm. So it's like if they had more of a... Uh, more of a plan, then it would be some blame on Devin Booker. Um, but I just feel like he went out there and fulfilled what they told him to do when he got there. Right. Go out there and shoot, bro. You're the best shooter, and you're going to be the best scorer on the team. Go do that. Do Even you when you're not hitting, do it. keep doing Shooters it. keep shooting. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I feel like he just did what they expected because if Devin Booker took himself out of the game, which was shooting the ball, mm-hmm. everybody would have been like, what is Devin Booker doing? Why is he trying to be the point guard? Right. I got you. With that being said, we're going to move on to our last segment, the pick the ending. This week's question comes from uh, um, the uh, poll I saw on Fox uh, YouTube. Skip and Shannon and the Herd asked the same question. Who should the Lakers pursue this offseason? I say Dane because um, we need a shooter, one, and we need a point guard because, uh, yeah, that's it. That's 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 what we need. A shooter, a point guard who can shoot. So either Dame or CP3. And I feel like um one if we can't get Dame, CP3 would love to come play with LeBron. He's been saying that his whole career. And the NBA owe CP3 a trip to the Lakers anyway. We're not going to act like that didn't happen. Like career like, alter. You know what I'm saying? Cuz he would have won a championship. He would have won year. a championship there. Actually, that year, because it would have been him, Kobe, Paul. Yep. Lamar, Andrew. Mm. 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 Over with. 
Ariza, Bynum. NBA said nah. Nah, we ain't going for that. That's a true super team. That team would have won probably like three in a row. Amen. Chris Paul, Chris Paul was <laughs> young, young. Nah, Chris Paul and Kobe probably got the same mentality. He was young, yeah. young, like stupid, you know. He was about to turn that leaf. Boy, he still won. He was in his prime. He was yeah, entering his prime. Because I was about to say, because he went to, that was from New Orleans. He went to the Clippers for about six years. Mm-hmm. So imagine those six years of getting back in the second round and the, the Lakers, you know. He no, went in three championships. The whole six years, the whole prime, he was throwing alley-oops. Yeah. Kobe started diminishing probably around his fourth, fifth year in L.A. And with the Clippers. So that means he would have had, like, four solid years with Kobe. It was getting two. At Easy. least. Um, <laughs> Kobe was finna finish with seven. <laughs> Damn. They have the one going for that. I can see Dave in L.A. Um, But... I've been seeing LeBron with Russ a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need Russ in L.A. They the same. That's just they basically the same player. They real good friends too as well. I understand that, but we need a shooter. And don't we, it make sense? He can. I mean, I'm not gonna say Russ is a little deadlock shooter, but Russ can hit three. But don't it make sense? They can get you though. LeBron and Russ on the same team to be. But it's like to beat KD and James Harden. I mean. Hey, that's a, that's a good storyline. That is a great storyline. Hey, good storyline. Shout out to Kevin. I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Kevin. Kevin and Kevin Durant, Lawrence <laughs> and Durant. <laughs> um, That'd be nice. Russ like, like, yeah, I got my boy now. What's up? So they get Russ off of like getting rid of Kuz, Dennis, and somebody else. Uh, yeah. Harold. They keep T H T. They keep um, they Thornton. keep Talon. and they keep Caruso. Yes, sir. Bro, it's not, like hey, keeping to, keeping Caruso is not. Yes, it. it's beneficial. It's not gonna make a, It's beneficial. I don't think it's gonna move the like needle, but Dylan I like Caruso. It's like Avery Bradley, like Dion right. Waiters, like one of them pieces. Caruso gonna, plays defense. It's not gonna move the needle. Their whole system is built off of defense. Like, they were the number one defense energy. in the league last LeBron year. LeBron likes if LeBron likes you, you got to be kept, and I he's understand good. That. LeBron likes Caruso. And I he, know because he got it, caught on that plane with the weed. Of course, LeBron right. like him. So like, <laughs> so imagine you have Russ as the point. Who's the two? KCP is still there. Oh my god. THT. Talent. Talent. I think they, I think they no. use the KCP as um as a trade bait too as well. I Bait, hope so. bait and what? Exactly. There's a lot of names been going out there that the Lakers trying to get. Demar Derozan actually. Demar Derozan and Cal Lowry specifically have the Lakers on their list. But how? So they but, signed Demar Derozan. But Demar hey, Derozan think Pop gonna say, "I like KCP." <laughs> DeMar DeRozan Is he on the contract? DeMar DeRozan He's going to be a free agent He's going to be a free agent Exactly so. He's just been playing in, in the Spurs Offense Just Is he doing it the right way? He chilling no, I'm saying Like he ain't the man to trade He ain't never say You yeah. established yeah. earlier Toronto There's no such thing Toronto kicked him out That's all I was asking Toronto did kick him out Toronto kicked him out They bullied him out And I don't think he did it the wrong I don't think him saying like Well Again, that was came that came from like a source, you know right. what I'm saying? That Demar wanted to be in L. A. But it's like he's from Compton. Right? He said he said like, he wanted my business. He wants to be everybody. Everybody want to go home. home. Right? Oh, it's not no <laughs> rocket scientist. But like, until if he comes out and says, "I'm tired of San Antonio," he did it the wrong way. But if like if he went there and told Pop, I think I want to go home. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then that's how it got out. 
that's fine because he told the you know what I'm saying? He told the head first. But like if it got out because he at home like, Yeah man, F these boys, bro. I'm gonna go that's pull up over yeah. Then that's then that's crazy, but that's what they, I think I, think, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna work. I think that was really a ploy to tell teams that DeMar DeRozan and Kyle uh Kyle Laurie wanna be back together. Right. So yeah. if you have space and money, hey, yeah, take it. That makes you sense. have a point guard Ooh, and a shooting sense. guard that wants to play together. So that's, that's good. That's you know that's what I'm saying. Really good. Hmm. That that I feel like a lot of the I feel like Damian Lillard's whole outburst thing or the source was also just to tell people that Dame is telling Portland, y'all got one, one year. year. Yeah, one I year. I said they ain't gonna play this year. But like they'll have one year in them out, literally. So I feel like a lot of this stuff is cool. I like it. But um, I I would say rest to the Lakers. Because I feel like he'll bring more energy to the Lakers. He's durable. W's. And he, he can make everybody around him better. So I think he could bring Is Russ going to go there and saying that I need to continue this triple-double streak? I, I think it would just come naturally being there. So It's LeBron. If anybody – listen, if LeBron wants to play LeBron's with you – we, we've been saying this a lot. If LeBron wants to play with you, he, he will make it easy for you. Does LeBron really want to play with Russ or he just doesn't want to play against him? I don't think he's scared to play Russ, bro. Like, <laughs> he's not scared to play Russ. He want to. He want to play Russ. He wants Russ on his team because Russ is probably the best dynamic player out there right now that has the same mentality as LeBron and Anthony Davis. LeBron don't want to play with no young folks and so try to you develop think LeBron them. LeBron is more. trying to take Le- the back seat to somebody. That's no, what I think he's trying to play with people on his level that he don't have to take a back seat. But it don't have to be known. It don't have to be said or anything like that. Or it has to be like. I don't know. It's just kind of hard. I think I think LeBron trying to I think LeBron trying to play with people with egos that fit his ego. That it don't have to be none of that. I'm the guy type thing. You know what I'm saying? He everybody that he wants to play with, he spends time with individually on his own. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's like I don't think he has no discussion with these people. Wade, the Boshes, the the Anthony Davis, the the rest Westbrook. These are people that come to his house and call their kids nephews and stuff like that. It's like us type thing. I don't think he has to have those conversations with these people. That's why when when people say, oh, LeBron dictate his team, I think he does that for a reason. So he don't have to sit here and big brother you and stuff like that. We cool. We know what each other, we know each other, we vibe with each other. We going out there and balling. You know how far I am. I know how far you is type thing. Yeah, but... But I I've feel walked into a wreck with all my friends that got my ass busted. <laughs> it, happens, it happens though. So it happens though, but so, that don't mean uh, it, it happens though. But is it? You it happens though, but it's a different type of thing. The way if we lose together, you might be mad at us. But the way you might be, I don't think LeBron want to take no more. I don't think he want to take no L's. But look at the people you're trying to get. And it's hard to take L's if you got Russ and Anthony Davis on your team. Only person that only team that's gonna stand in your way is the Nets because it's three against three of all time. So what you gonna put around the fact that LeBron, you know, what I'm AD saying? and Russ can't see Russ at that not point stepping outside the arc. At bro. that point, you gotta let it fill out and stuff like that because mm-hmm. I still want to see how the rocks. Now that it's all out the air and the trade destiny, trade possibilities is Dane, Russ, and Chris Paul. And now that I know that information, along with the information that Kyle Lowry, Demar Derozan are interested in being with the Lakers and interested in playing with each other. I would like to see uh, Kyle Lowry go to the Lakers. But if somebody, like to see if somebody told me that Where's LA, Kyle Corver? I was told he? that L.A. didn't have the cap space to get Dame. So how would they get Russ, DeMar, and Kyle Lowry? No, or, they're not getting all Russ. three. No, no, I'm saying, saying like separate ones. Like, how would they get Russ? Russ is signing trade. 
you because Russ got a, a, a extension or something like that. He's not a, he's about to be a free agent as well. So it's like a sign and trade with Washington. They send them Montrez Harold Kuzma and probably Dennis Schroeder or something like that. And then Russ comes. Dame same thing. Sign and trade, but that would have to be a next year type thing. Um, CP three sign it. You could do a sign and trade with the with the um, with the Suns. And send some talent to the Suns, or you can just let Chris Paul walk and come every day. But I don't think Chris Paul coming because Chris Paul not gonna take a pay cut. I don't care if he's friends with LeBron; he's not gonna take a pay cut. Russ might. Russ is probably the only possible destination because Dame. I feel like, like you said, Dame is gonna give uh, Portland a year. He's gonna give him a year. Dame is. I feel like Dame is big on integrity, so he's gonna be there for at least this year. So your only options right now is Russ Westbrook. And get Kyle Lowry, and then possibly get the uh, Demar Derozan. You can pick up Kyle Lowry and not get get Demar Derozan. Right. So, it's right now. I think their options right now is only Russ Westbrook and Kyle Lowry, if they want a true point guard. Right. Yeah. With that being said, um, that concludes another episode of your favorite podcast. Not another sports podcast. Remember, I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. And make sure you follow me on all social media sites at Rob was in. And this is Kevin. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Vice City Kevo. And remember that I got uh, my album. Well, uh, brain fart. Mm-hmm. I got a mixtape called Everlasting Collab Mixtape with my bro Key coming out soon, very very soon. And I have a album that I have been putting in a lot, a lot of time and a lot of work and a lot of. Feelings into called Hi Mamba 2. Yes, sir. Uh, the sequel from my earlier first album release this year will be coming out within the next three to four months. So, thank you guys for everything in the streaming. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Um, you guys can follow me on Twitter at not even underscore Earl. And if you didn't know, that's 05. That's the guy who be on all the songs that have stars next to him with yeah. the feature. So if you're wondering yeah, sir, who is this guy crazy. being the weekend in the beginning of his career, <laughs> that's him right there. Yes, yeah, <laughs> sir. So I want to give a special shout-out to Shine, shout-out to Jordan, and remember, you yeah, can sir. follow the sports pages at on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and on Twitter at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. That's how you do it, Jordan. It's not that hard. Hey, and <laughs> since he's not here, make sure y'all follow my boy on Instagram at this guy underscore eleven. Yes, I believe yes, that sir. is correct. <laughs> this underscore guy eleven on Twitter and underscore this guy eleven on Instagram. Yes. Yes. Notice he's his name has been said thousands of times throughout this podcast. Yeah. He is a big part of this thing he's yes, the sir. funny guy yes, sir. <laughs> and with all that being said make sure y'all washing y'all hands y'all staying safe black lives matter and let's say go gators Roll tight. Yes, sir. On all that. go yankees hey so